Welcome to the Feminine Mistake Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Nicole, and today I'm joined by Hillary, Sarah, Sarah, Sarah. That's <laughs> how that? that's how someone pronounces my name at work. Oh, Sarah. excellent. Okay, oh, sorry, well, that's what we'll call you by from now on. And our special <laughs> guest tonight, we have actor Tyner Rushing. What's up? Hey, Thank you for joining us. Tyner. Yes, we're very excited to have Tyner on the show with us tonight. Um, we're talking about Pleasantville, 1998. Um, okay, so uh, before we get started talking about the movie, uh, let's go around the table and talk about what everybody's experiences were um, with the film prior to the podcast. I knew that this movie was in black and white and it had Reese Witherspoon in it. And that's just about it. So you had not seen it before um, we picked it for mm-hmm. the show. Nope. Thought I had. I'd see, as always, I always think I have seen the that's movie. That's true. That she is a common thing. I've seen, seen every yep. single one. Um, but I'd seen episodes, like little scenes of it on like one of those old movie channels in the summers when I had nothing else to do but watch TV. So you had child. So you've maybe seen parts, snippets, like, maybe. Well, scenes of it here and there. I knew that like Reese Witherspoon was like in a cardigan and it didn't interest me. So <laughs> I just like moved on. Okay. Cardigan's like, not your Gonna thing. watch Miss Congeniality again. <laughs> Thank God I have that VHS. <laughs> I hate watching snippets of things. I either have to watch the whole thing or nothing at all. I'll watch a snippet. Yeah. I'll take in a snippet. Yeah. Depending. I treat it like a trailer. I'm like, I give you one and a half minutes to impress me. That's true. And then I'm I, I actually on. have a 20 minute rule. If the, if I don't like the movie Ooh. within 20 minutes, I'm like, nope. That's about how long oh, I give nope. like plays. Yeah, there it is. You know? Oh, okay. Like, oh, I was like, not even where TV are we going? shows. TV shows like <laughs> one minute. So you'll like just it. walk Move out on. of a play after 20 minutes. Uh, at intermission, about 45 minutes in, but I'll give up on it about 20 minutes I in. If I don't play like because I then, feel guilty. Like, like they know that I left, even though no. they have no idea I was there. I've seen some bad theater, man. And you just like, you go in, you, yeah. you get to intermission. You're like, all right, I'm over this. No, this, they see the empty spots, you know? Oh, yeah. <gasps> I know. Yeah, I don't want to do. be that guy. Like, I might as well yeah. just sit there. Like, what am I going to go home? Mm-mm. Yeah, and like sometimes home is take better care of my kids. <laughs> At least you it's have quiet children. in the theater. I normally was just like, guys, want to go try to sneak into a bar? Like you get, you take like five other audience yeah. members with you. Nice. Yeah. Okay, let's go get something right. to drink. So back to this movie. Um, um yeah, Sarah, it was in black and white. It was in black and white. Hillary hasn't seen it, so she's fresh. It's a fresh watch. Sarah. Me again, Sarah. Yeah. Okay, Sarah. Um, I, I well, this movie came out when I was ten, and I lo- loved it. I watched it. <laughs> A lot when I was a kid, and um, uh, this was the first time that I'd seen it in years, and I'm glad to have a refresher, but uh, yeah, I've seen this a lot. Okay, so Sarah's our resident Pleasantville expert. Maybe, I don't know. We haven't gotten to Tyner yet, So, but so far, Sarah is our resident Pleasantville expert, Tyner. Yeah, I think I've seen it, um, Okay, but I didn't remember it well, you know, I mean, I just recalled the yeah. the basic storyline that they got sucked into you know well, i won't give it away oh spoiler alert spoiler alert <laughs> it happens in the first what yeah five minutes yeah. ten minutes yeah. yeah um so yeah i mean i knew i knew the basic gist of it but i kind of forgot you know i, I had some guesses going in what happens you know t- but yeah yeah um I this was my first time seeing the movie. Also, um, I I actually knew like virtually nothing about it, uh, other than that Tobey Maguire and Reese Witherspoon were in it, and that they go back to the 1950s. Like I didn't even really know much more than that. I I did know a little bit because I'm a nerd, so I did know a little bit about how they had like color corrected it digitally, which I think Sarah has a little more information mm. on that. But 
I think this was the first film to do digital, the digital intermediate with color yep. correction. Yep. Um, what does so, that mean? Um, that's when you, so you shoot something on film, you digitize it and you turn it into a digital format and like then you scan process, mm-hmm, you scan the negatives or I, yeah, they would, I guess they would scan, they would probably process it and then scan the film. Why not just shoot frame it by frame digitally? First, they didn't, they didn't they have didn't... those film cameras back. Then. Oh, they didn't have digital. Damn, I mean, they had like, uh, like, yeah, like analog, like high eight and stuff like that. But it, that would have looked pretty shitty. Um, but yeah, they did not have um, digital f- cinema quality film cameras at the time. I want to say the f- one of the first films that was not that shot, long ago. That's really shocking, actually. Well, I feel I think the f- one of the first mainstream films that was shot using digital a digital camera, I believe, was Zodiac. The one really, with, um, really, yeah, I believe so. Zodiac, interesting. That's like huh. it's a really, really recent, r- right? Random mo- movie. I want to say it was early two thousands. Yeah, early two, or, not or, that long. Or, ago. Yeah. Was there 2000s. a remake recently? Am I thinking? Of I don't them? think so. No. But it, I, was it Jake Gyllenhaal? Uh, yeah. Yes. So, yeah. 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 yeah that yeah. was. Who was it directed by? David Fincher. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So that was, I believe, shot on a digital cinema camera. Um, they huh. did not have those at the time, so they would have shot this on film. They would have taken the. Uh, they would have processed the film, scanned the film. In, in frame by frame and then went in digitally and they did the color correction and then they would put it out back to film it's called a digital intermediate that sounds like so much Lots work. Of work yeah well they still there's not every i think most theaters are now switching over to digital projection but a pro- few of them probably still project on film so the films now even when they're shot on digital are sometimes put to film if they're if they need to be projected on film I'm still like hung up on the fact that like 30 years ago people were still shooting on film because I that just seems so wild to me because now like there's a new camera that uh, comes out every Hillary, six try months. Hillary tried 20 years ago, less than 20. That's still wild 20. to me. That's crazy. Well, it was people were very reluctant to switch over to digital because at first it didn't look, it looked very like video. Like people were like, we will not use a digital film camera a digital digital camera until it looks more like film they right. they had and, and most people i think some people peer film peers will argue still that shooting on a digital camera does not look as like film and uh, yeah so they're very very hesitant to switch over to that i think mm. even though it's cheaper because you don't have to process yeah the film did you guys see the hateful eight yeah no, that was shot, shot, on, shot film. on film it was really good what was well, shot on uh film? The Hateful, the hateful Eight, eight oh, is a, tar- a Quentin Tar Tar Tarantino. It's you know, really good. Chris, Christopher sure Nolan movie. shoots on um, film as well. That yeah. makes sense. Mm-hmm. All right, so us uh, so <laughs> back to this movie. Yeah. Um. So uh, I have no experience with it, basically. Uh, to sum up, so ba- uh, so that was our experience with Pleasantville prior to the podcast. So let's get into talking about this movie. Hmm. So sort of Let's just do it. You look stupid and rich. The house is a mess, Jack. The kids are a mess, Jack. You're a mess, Jack. You have been a total bitch ever since you came to New York. Fascist. All right. Let's get into it. (laughs) All right. Sorry. (laughs) Pleasantville. 1998. Uh, Directed by... Gary Ross. Gary Gary Ross. Ross. Not a a woman. Shocking. Produced by Steven Soderbergh. That's Mm. right. I saw that. That surprised me. I know. Written, directed, and co-produced by Gary Ross, who also directed the Hunger Games. Oh, okay. Seabiscuit. He wrote Mm -hmm. Big and Dave. 
Okay. Oh. Okay. What's so Dave. he's very famous for it's a ke- name ke- one Kevin Klein title <laughs> movies. <laughs> <laughs> it's his bread and butter. He also yeah. consulted on the the Michael Dukakis and Bill Clinton presidential campaigns. He wrote a novel. He wrote a children's book. I mean, stay in a stay in, pick a lane, bro. You know what I'm saying? Don't yep. try to do everything. Yep. No, I That's admire that. Cool, I'm though. a dabbler myself, so yeah, <laughs> I'm a dabbler also. Hashtag dabbler. Right. Hashtag dabbler. Um, okay, so um, Reese Witherspoon, as we've already mentioned, Toby Maguire, um, lots of people. Joan Allen, uh, William H Macy, Paul Jeff Walker. Daniels, Paul Walker. I was like, th- by Which the way, this was is my Paul Walker. Was he the little like the kid who's <gasps> no? He was the hot the hot basketball player who's kind of like a robot who's kind of dumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. dumb and oh pretty. Oh my god, yep. I, I knew his face looked familiar, but I was like, I don't know. Who this that is, is where I knew Paul Walker from. Like when I heard that he was like involved in the Fast and Furious and like that he died, and I was like, oh, oh. he's from Ple- Ple- Pleasantville because this is where I knew really? him from. This yeah, this is my first exposure to Paul Walker. I knew him from, but some I knew he was in Fast and Furious. Yeah. I knew him from some horror film he did or some like some like action movie that I was not supposed to watch. But I was um, I was actually on a retreat and staying at an older friend's house because her parents were taking us to this like Catholic retreat. And I watched a movie of his that night and it was like this very violent film. And I was just like, oh, he's so hot beating up all these people. He I was Mm. surprisingly attracted to Paul Walker, but we'll get to him. We'll we'll get to him. Um, I just had to bring it up. uh, uh, Joan Allen. Did we mention Joan Allen? Yes. Uh, And Jeff Daniels. Mm -hmm. Yes. And that guy playing the mayor. Yes. J.T. Walsh. J.T. Walsh. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there's a lot of people. I feel like I recognize the girl who played Tobey Maguire's mm-hmm. cr- girl yeah, in the I movie, but name. I don't remember the I actress's too, but name, I but I feel her. like I've was seen her. The yeah. same actress in the modern day and in the flashback? I don't they think so, so but similar. they look so similar. I yeah. think that was intentional, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I I was also confused by that. Yeah. Um, so Toby, what's Toby's character's name in the modern yeah. world? Jonathan? No. Bubba, Billy, It's Jack. Bud when he goes I Bud. I it's Bud. But What's his name in the movie? You know what? Oh, no, I it's Jennifer. That's what I'm saying. Jennifer's Jennifer. her the girl. And David. 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 Yes. David. David. Sorry, generic white guy name. Yeah. David. Uh, David uh, is kind of a nerd. Um, he's obsessed with this old TV show called Pleasantville. Uh, he's his a big m- nerd. His yeah. mom has some problems. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. His mom is yeah. There. Played by, I don't know her name, but the actress from Malcolm in the Middle. Yeah. The mom from Malcolm in the Middle. Um, so he stays up all night watching this TV show. Uh, Pleasantville, which I really enjoyed the scene where he's on the couch and he's like reacting to yeah, what he's was like happening. saying all the lines right You liked that? I you thought it was. It? Oh, Tyner did not like it. <laughs> I just thought it was so like Too on the sticky. nose. It was just so obvious. But I guess, I guess that's what this movie like. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I get it. I just thought it was funny when when it would be when she would be like, "Whatever are we gonna do?" and he'd be like, "I don't know. What are we gonna do?" Oh, I and he know. would answer. Yes, it. yes yeah. that's okay. what I liked about. Okay. Well, I, mean, I thought I, it was funny. I, I mean, that, he did it well. I thought, I thought that, for I, what it was, he did it well. Like, oh, I'm in that, love with oh, Toby Maguire. You guys, that, I'm just I'm I'm, I'm, I'm I'm adding myself. I'm in love with him, and he can do no wrong. Yes, that <laughs> alone was cheesy and like me. But when you add the stuff going on in the background with his mom, and you get like oh like he needs this to escape from this like house where his mom is nuts and yeah you know he's like feels unwanted and there's in instability like to watch something that's just like the same every week and the parents are very you know good and wholesome i feel like that's what he 
he wants that in his life and that's why he lo- loves he thinks show. he wants that right yeah, yeah. Refle- yeah. reflecting on but the he, past as though it you know those yeah, values are better than the present well right. no i would say i think this movie is very much about looking at an, an imaginary 50s that never existed exactly and mm-hmm. seeing that as the ideal mm-hmm. yeah for yeah. a stable yeah, and happy a story. society. Yeah. yeah, it's not a real thing that ever probably existed. Right, Yeah, exactly. Which is probably for the best because it was creepy as fuck. It, yeah, it is yeah. creepy when we, when we get there. <laughs> okay, so uh, get back to this movie. Yeah. Reese is having her boyfriend over to watch a concert on MTV? On MTV. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, sure. And uh, David wants to watch the Pleasantville Marathon because he's a loser. And <laughs> yeah. uh, they begin fighting over the TV. Like yanking it back and forth. Mm-hmm. And what is happening on the TV right now in Pleasantville is Bud and whatever her face is. Mary? The- oh, yeah. Mary they're fighting Ann. over like a Mary, Mary Sue. Mary, Mary Sue. Sue. Mary Sue. They're fighting over yeah. a game board or something? F- fighting, no. Wait. Yeah, I think they were fighting over yeah. a game board. Something okay, like yeah. that. Or a yeah. book. Yeah. It was some sort of square object. And they just like are, sh- you know, pulling it back and forth. And then it flies out of their hands and smashes on the floor. And now they can't use the TV. Like they're like, you can't use it without. I'm like, uh, I grew up in the 90s and they still had fucking buttons on it because old people don't didn't know yeah. how to use remotes. So you, they had to have the buttons on the TV or the old people were not going to know but how to is use it. it. My right. TV it today of, still has buttons. Mine, but yeah, yeah. Mine it was one of those new TVs. Do you think it was one of those new? Because like, I've literally never seen a TV that did not have buttons. We on don't it. have. We haven't had buttons on our TV for like years. Who what took you, them from you? <laughs> I'm sorry. The way you said that is though we used to have one, but years ago. But they took the oh buttons. We haven't had buttons in years. How well, dare you talk about buttons? No, like in front I see of her me. point. It may be one of those ones where like. In the uh, early 2000s, you know, where you had like the stereo system and the cable box and the VCR it and the like DVD player and they the all TV had it hooked up, you know, and you had yeah. to use like, a special mm, remote to use the channels. My house has know. always been like high tech. My dad always gets like the most recent yeah. stuff. So like we so haven't had buttonless button. TV technology. Yeah. Yes. Is what you're saying. <laughs> Sarah's living in the ridiculous. Like, luxury. Your no batteries buttons. are going to die. You yeah, know, right? like right? at some point you're oh, going to not we, have we, any and you can't we, watch the TV anymore. We, we have a, char- a, a charger. God. For what? For the remote. Sarah's already like living living in like 2030 and we're all still stuck back here in 2017. I use my phone like, as my a remote. TV just knows what <laughs> I want. I use the apps on. My yeah. kids are constantly losing the remote. Like if if I, if, the, if the remote is anywhere where it should be, it's a shock. So yeah. I basically have to use my phone I'm all the time. I'm an adult and I lose my remote. So I have the remote app on my phone so that I can use that as a backup because yeah. I'm like, I don't know what to do if it goes away. And this is the first time that we see the lightning, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> the, like, it's like, put you right in the show. And then there's yeah. like the lightning. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yes. It was very ominous lightning. It was very ominous. It was yeah. the 90s, you guys. We had yeah. lower standards for entertainment. And you had um, to be told it was ominous. We had to Otherwise, know that how would the audience know? Um, so they're now in Pleasantville. And... Uh, they mom is ready to make them that now they're they're supposed mm-hmm. to go to school like basically they get in there what are we doing here oh my god we're stuck in the t it's very like they played it off somehow like i'm not really describing it well like it yeah. sounds like they should have been it's sh- they everybody should have freaked out a little bit more but they were like upset but like kind of accepting it pretty quickly it seemed like yeah. that yeah. they were now sucked into the TV. like a maternal yeah. fig- figure just came in and was like breakfast and they were like okay well they seem i i i loved how un- unnaturally large all of the breakfast items were like oh they yeah had, like so hello yeah. yeah i mean at first i was like oh that seems nice but then it's like 
way too much pancakes and like yeah. so and often it's just like piles she pours and piles. syrup over the whole plate like not just the pancakes like ever, over everything well they have a little argument we didn't really yeah. cover this but they have a little argument in the living room like oh my god what happened how did we get here oh my god what do you mean we're stuck in the tv and then mom pops out and is like breakfast kids and they're like i'm not going to breakfast and like basically co- going into this situation david's perspective is we have to play along yeah while we're here yeah. well the guy comes on the television channel again before oh, breakfast, yeah. no, right? And tells like, them like, like you'll have way, fun. We'll check I'll check back oh, with you in a week. Yeah. Or you have yeah. a week. Right, right, right. And yeah. and if you do recall, they kind of yell like into the TV. They're like, no. Like Oh, that's mm-hmm. right. Because yeah. David's like, I don't want to be stuck here. I like the show, but I want to yeah. go back home. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they do protest. You're right. You're right. And then and then mom shows up and I, I wrote down um one of my favorite lines because they're basically like we don't want breakfast thanks because they're very upset about being Mm -hmm. sucked in the tv and then betty says to them you're not going off to school without a hot breakfast inside of you (laughs) oh god and there's a lot of good (laughs) lines like that yeah uh so they sit down for a giant breakfast um we meet Mm -hmm. betty and bob um the 1950s parents from the sitcom william h macy and joan allen and then we go off to school and encounter chip on the way right yeah, skip. Skip. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Skip chip. And the cat up the tree. And the cat up the tree. We see the fireman for the first time rescuing yes. the, the cat yeah. and the tree. And the neighbor. Wow. Oh, I remember this better than I thought. Oh, my God. Yeah, you really the neighbor do. Just, like out watering his lawn all the time. Right. And he just talks to Bud. And yeah. Bud. like, recognizes Mary him. Sue, dude? Well, he Bud recognizes him from the show. Right, right. And he's, well, I, you know, of course, yeah. a man's going to talk to another. Yeah. Man. Why would he address <sighs> the woman? standing next to the man why would you do that no. um but bud recognizes him or david or what are we calling him now bud david bud. david bud. bud let's just do bud dub <laughs> toby david um I know, a, I know a dub a dub you do i know a dub he's a hipster though right no he's an old like <gasps> farmer oh oh my god i didn't expect Does that dub stand <laughs> i hope something? you're not listening W-ya? to this dub maybe is his name like william? william probably william yeah <laughs> Um, so they're on their way came to that conclusion um william that makes sense dub (laughs) (laughs) so we're in there they're on their way um reese witherspoon is not having it yeah she's she's not having it please so they're on their way to school um she's not having it um again uh david is like you got to play along um until we figure out how to get out of here and and then and then paul walker rolls up yeah skip in his uh i don't know anything about cars but his 1950s looking convertible convertible car and she's like, oh, he's cute. And his acting in this is hysterical. Like he's just so like, Mary Sue. Like, he's, he's so yeah. dumb. He's so pretty and dumb. <laughs> like, it seems like he's been hit in the head one too many times in like 1950s football when they didn't wear helmets. Like, oh, poor he's guy. Just, he, it's like he's an empty. That's a bummer. He's an empty vase. Yes. There's like yes. it's like yes. beautiful. There's lots of decoration. There's nothing inside. No. Yeah. Yeah. Right. He has a script. <laughs> i just exactly. love his yeah, face yeah. the faces he makes and like his reactions i just think he's yeah so I, so funny i kind of i've kind of developed a crush on paul walker he was <laughs> hot yeah yeah he was, really he was hot, hot yeah. yeah he was not hot that he didn't know what sex was that's not attract- attractive to well me. no that part was a little creepy yeah yeah, but yeah. then you imagine like him learning what sex is. And yeah. Okay. Yeah. It gets a, yep. little, a little hot. Yep. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. You're right. I don't want to teach them. <laughs> um, yeah. So they go to high school, and uh, Toby discovers that he can magically play basketball. Yeah. Suddenly. 
my god! Because this you chipper can't basketball miss players. a basket. Yeah, he's out there with all the basketball players. Not a there is not a. By the way, I think now's a good time. There's to mention there is not a single black person in this movie. Oh no, not a one, no, not one, not a single non-white person. Not even in person. the nineties. That's true. World. Right, all white, all faces white people. as far as the eye. Can it was see. very odd. Like we got like I got like halfway through this movie and I was like, this is just. Like watching Just, a jar of mayonnaise do some weird <laughs> shit on the screen. Like, what is happening? Like, one word Lord. reviews by Hillary. <laughs> yep. Mayonnaise. It's a bunch of melted marshmallows. I would love to do that actually and just like try to have people figure out what it means. Like, my one word review of Pleasantville, just mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. <laughs> mayonnaise. Figure weird, that weird, one out. Weird mayonnaise. Um, so, uh, Toby is in the gym class. He's, they're wearing their gym very, Teeny, very short, tiny shorts. short shorts. And, Which I really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And they're all just sinking baskets right and left. Like yeah. they are unstoppable, just sinking baskets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and Toby like throws a basket up against the wall and it pings off the ceiling and then the other wall and then it like lands in the hoop. Well, I think this is, uh, and, and this goes back to the breakfast as well, this surrealist element where everything's just yeah. like a little bit wrong. Like there's yeah. too much breakfast yeah, and nobody ever misses a basket. And there's mm-hmm. the classroom where um, Mary Sue asks like, what's outside of Pleasantville? And everybody like turns their head. Yeah. yeah. Motion. Right. Nothing. Their yeah. geography lesson is just about the about Main mm-hmm. Street. Elm Street and Main Street. Yeah, and they Whereas, circle around. And yeah. that's like in co- direct contradiction to their 90s world where they were like lecturing them about how global warming is going to kill us all. Right. In 1998, Which we knew this. very fucking accurate, actually. Yes. She's like, yes. in 20 years, the it will raise two degrees. And we're like... And now yeah, I'm sitting here like two degrees accurate. hotter like, okay, yep. yep. That's, mm-hmm. that's right. Yep. You know, Somebody like should have listened to Pleasantville. No. <laughs> Somebody needs to show that fucking movie to Donald Trump. God, I know. Maybe he'd watch it. Reese Witherspoon yeah. is really attractive. He'd yep. probably mm-hmm. sit through it. He would. All right. So uh, Toby sort of begins to realize that this world is not normal and mm-hmm. everything seems to be excessively positive and he's kind of digging it. Like he likes to be able to sink baskets. Yeah. He yeah. is starting to feel kind of at home in this world, it seems like. What was the moment though um, when like a ball doesn't go in the basket and, oh, and everybody's oh, we'll, like, we'll, don't touch it, we'll, guys. We'll stay get back. there because I have something to say about oh, that. Didn't it happen in that scene? Yeah, it happens no, with the change. Yeah. No, 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 no. Actually, it, it happened ha- in this scene. It did. Because, because Paul, it, while Paul Walker is saying to, to- Toby McGuire, yeah. hey, I'd really like to ask your sister out. And he's trying to dissuade oh, him from yeah. doing that. He's like, mm-hmm. don't. Because his we haven't really covered this, but Jennifer is, the movie takes a very particular view of Jennifer. Yeah. Uh, the movie considers her to be what I would call a loose woman, uh-huh. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's yes. a very uh, confident in her sexuality, it, I, if to put a positive spin on it. But I think the movie takes a perspective, a yeah. more negative yeah. perspective on her than I would like. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so she's very aggressive with her sexuality, you might say, and for she, the 1950s. Yeah. And so he doesn't want Skip, Chip? Skip, Skip, Skip. Billy? Okay. <laughs> um, he doesn't, mm-hmm. doesn't want Chip skip to go out with her and so he tries to sway him and he gets upset he's like do you think that she doesn't like me and that's the first time he can't sink a basket uh, right and that's when toby realizes if we start fucking with their world it's gonna fall apart yeah like he starts yeah, to realize right. that we can make a change here and he realizes what episode they're in right. he's like oh we're in this episode yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It's like we gotta follow the script exactly and the script yeah. is that he has to go out to the soda shop or whatever with um, mary sue now yeah, yeah. so <laughs> we'll, we're almost there but i have yeah there's 
the thing that I noticed. That's yeah. I think that's later after the Lovers Lane scene. Okay, yeah, maybe. But this mm-hmm. is the one where he yeah. doesn't. He, we're just yeah. Paul Walker doesn't sing yeah. the basket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So now um he wants to uh, uh, now toby mcguire david wants to convince jennifer that she has to go on a date with i'm gonna keep calling him chip is that his name Skip. Skip. it's not i'm just gonna keep calling him chip whatever we know he's who about. he's chip to me um <laughs> you know generic 50s white guy name yeah um so she he's convincing her to go on a date with chip or skip and um she doesn't want to she's like he's a drag i don't want to do that and he's based and and um Toby Boire is basically like you have to you're going to destroy their you're going to destroy their entire universe mm-hmm. by not following along with the script for the story essentially um, I can't remember how he ultimately convinces her other than that maybe there's something about no there's well, how does he convince um, her really to go on a date he doesn't convince though? her she sees oh god what does she see hmm. her friends come up <laughs> I well, think they, they come, come up in her. that scene but yeah, whatever. she goes on a date uh right. yeah yeah the point is she de- he she decides to go on the date i think maybe she gets an inkling about lover's lane yes Lo- lover's, lane. Lo- lover's, yeah. Lane. Yeah, lover's lane yeah. yeah oh yeah one of her friends runs up and is like i heard he's gonna ask you out and ask you uh, and give you his pin maybe he'll take you to lover's lane and you'll hold hands and she's, she's like, like oh lover's, lover's lane, lane. Mm-hmm. i'm fuck yeah. so yeah. they go to the soda shop right mm-hmm. which is where um bud works oh, yeah yeah i love the jeff da- da- <laughs> daniel's character uh, what is he was name? so great i thought he was creepy uh, as mr fuck something at first. i thought he was creepy as fuck at first he had this oh, like yeah, distant look in his like eye. wiping the table like over yeah. and over and but over and then you yeah. understand like he's just you know he's trapped in this i just loved his character how he developed and like me too yeah but okay so his name's bill bill. and he runs the soda shop okay and he never seems to leave the soda shop bill bob betty bud yeah, yeah. Um, and when when David gets there because he's late because he's been trying to convince his sister yes. to go on this date and and Bill has just been wiping the same space in the counter over and over again because he only knows how to do things in the order where Bud takes up the blinds and he wipes down the counter and then Bud puts the burgers on the grill or whatever like there's like yeah. an order to things and he can't do it by himself and 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 Toby McGuire is basically like look if I'm not here just put the burgers on the grill yourself. Yeah. And so yeah. he's, and he like blows this guy's mind. Things. Yeah. Right. It blows his mind. He's like, Oh, I didn't know I could get the burgers myself. All right. So shall we talk about this date? Yes. Okay. So I want to dig into the state. Like dig I really want to dig into it. Okay. So, uh, Mary Sue Reese Witherspoon yeah. and Paul Walker skip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They go on a date to and 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 so they go to the soda shop, which is where and it's bit super busy in there. Yeah, and everybody's eating hamburgers. They all want fucking hamburgers, and she begrudgingly orders one. But this <laughs> is like my dream is to just like live in a world where everyone just eats red meat like it's nothing. Right, everyone eats hamburgers and cherry cokes apparently, and a, right. just an ass load of bacon and ham in the mornings. Right, like, oh, that's my dream. I, I just want to eat carbs and meat all the time. They're basically on my diet. The yeah. diet that I live by. She's trying to force myself bacon. to eat yeah. vegetables. Ugh. Yeah, and, and, and well, je- you got to cover them in butter. You know that's a secret, yeah. right? You just wrap them, roll them around in butter. That's you got to absorb do. the vitamins that you way. Pretty much, just mm-hmm. drown them in ranch every time. So <laughs> that's exactly what my four-year-old does for the first. Seems right. Third of the movie, Je- Jennifer um, just makes snide comments constantly about 
Bud and the world and like she's like I'll have a salad and an Evian and, he, and he's like she's like cheeseburger it is I love her though I love yeah. her spirit yeah. I love how she's yeah. like I don't give a fuck yeah I mean yeah. she's a little bit of an uh, the entitled teen or whatever but like I like it she's like yeah. fuck this boring place like exactly. I get it you know like yeah. if I was stuck in the, I mean going to the 1950s would be my goddamn nightmare oh yes and I get mm-hmm. it. So she's kind of fucking with Paul Paul Walker a little bit. Yeah. Like he's very squeaky clean and like, ooh, you know, what should we do? Should I, you know, give you my pin? I don't know if they have the pin conversation. Not even no, yet. Not yet. no, no, that's yet. like even too much. When's the like sure point? you can pin me? That's in the car. That's in the car. In the car. Yeah. Okay. But she very quickly they don't even get they they don't even get their cheeseburgers. No. And she's right. basically like, wanna get out of here? Yeah, right? and he's yeah. like, yeah, oh, she like okay. drags him out of there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and then, and then um, what's his face? Bud sees them and like rushes <laughs> out and says, yeah. "You can't do this, Runs Mary Sue. He's not real. He doesn't exist. You can't do this to someone who doesn't exist." Which you right. think would cause some damage? Just screaming that on the street, full of people <laughs> that don't exist. You'd think that like that would also kind of be bad, but he doesn't see that. There's no apparently. cars on the street, though. I know. Like well, it's there's very no empty. One on the street. Yeah, it's always very empty. The only I feel like you really only see people in the early part of the movie in yeah. side. Well, there's only Main yeah, and kind of Elm Street. It's true. That's true. So you don't really need a car. Where's Lovers can, Lane then? Off of Elm, probably. Ah. <laughs> anyway, so Lovers Lane is the is what would be the makeout place, but it's a beautiful lake with a gazebo, yeah, and, and everyone is just the sitting place, just holding the hands in the car, yeah. holding hands in the car, just where you park. Look at the water. Lava's Hopefully land. see a so duck. This is the first time we get a sense that... Um, I'm glad you got that. Thank you. What? <laughs> I said, that's where you just sit and you hopefully see a duck. <laughs> Not a dick. Uh, <laughs> My own joke is very funny. Um, glad I explained that to you guys. That was worth <laughs> so the time. Nobody in this world knows what sex is. No. Like, they don't know. They literally don't know what it is. Right. Which, okay, this this is a... What's it called? It's not a plot hole. It's like a... It's a uh, one of those things that doesn't li- line up. Like you can't be afraid of something you doesn't know exists. Oh, you mean like an like it's like an anachronism? Yes, of? it's like you can't. You if you're a f- what are you? Why are you afraid of the big bed if you don't know sex exists? I guess it's not anachronism. Well, but it's, it's also um, fear of the unknown too. I mean, maybe they like new. know that it's scandalous because it's the fifties and everything's supposed to be a certain way. But or maybe the it's the code change. was you know, just you know, downloaded. You know I mean? into like, is that what they were looking at through into in the department store? Yeah, yeah. They were looking. Bed, I was like, what are they looking at? In there? On, on I didn't TV get that. in the fifties, you had to have two beds. You couldn't have a couple sleep in the same bed. Oh, I didn't know. That. Yeah, they always yeah. have it single beds. Sex. Mm-hmm. And so what I'm saying is that mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense to have people who don't know what sex is to be afraid of things related to sex. That's true. Um, I had, I think there's some bigger problems mm. than that, but yes, you've got a good point there. Um, I think uh, maybe, yeah, I mean, there's really, it's really hard to reconcile that, but essentially she takes him up to the lover's lane. He's trying to put the whole sweet dumb guy act on like, oh, will you wear my pin? And she's, I like, don't think it's an act for him though. Yeah. I think right. it's just who yeah. he is. Yeah. yeah. And she like, She's like, you can pin me anytime. Yeah, she's delighting in it. Yeah. Like the the game and the chase of that. Yeah. And well, like um, awakening him. Yeah. You know? yeah. 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 But it feels, okay. Does it feel like he's a child who like 
in the back of oh, his God. mind. No, no. Okay, now you made, L- now listen. I'm, now I'm upset. Listen, nope. no, no. Just listen. <laughs> I don't even want to hear it. It's up to, I'm Stop upset. it. <laughs> you know Triggered. how like kids know so in the back <laughs> of their minds. But is Skip one of those like? Because he seems to get that look on his face when she like makes a sexual joke. He's like, oh. But I'm like, if he doesn't know what sex is, how would he get that? I don't know. I, I just am having a problem. To like, me, it seemed like his reactions were very innocent. And yeah. that mm-hmm. like he was not responding to the sexual innuendo of it. But he was responding to the idea of giving her his actual physical like letterman pin. Yeah. yeah you yeah, know, yeah. and okay. like the excitement. Like of he was that. completely ignorant oh, of it. Okay. Yeah, I think right. so, too. Yeah. To me, okay. it seems like, yeah, total ignorance. But to reconcile this so it's not actually about a child who gets a sexual awakening. I think mm-hmm. we can just say that maybe deep down inside of him that was already there. And since his body yeah. is the body of a. Let's just, let's hope an eighteen-year-old. I'm gonna say eighteen because he's real hot, and I just don't um, feel comfortable with this anything is a less. Very, this conversation is very uncomfortable. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I think you're but bringing up acting, a good point. He's acting, you know. Yeah. She. I mean, there's literally like a point where he starts to get. It, it, I mean, this. There are parts it that is, just made me uncomfortable. Oh, he. Yeah. Well, no, he gets upset because he starts getting a boner, yeah. and mm-hmm. he doesn't know what. It is. Yeah. yeah. Which is dis- Unders- a little disturbing. Yeah. A yeah. little. Yeah. And understandable. You know, yeah. Like, what the hell is happening in my body? I would now, get upset, maybe. Okay. I mean, if I got a boner, I would definitely get upset. I'd be like, where did this penis come from? <laughs> what, I don't, what I don't understand is if, if they're not supposed to have sex in this and world. And can I be what? president now? <laughs> if they're not supposed to have sex in this world, why aren't they just Ken and, Bar- and, that's, and Barbie dolls? That's the good vision point. I had that's before the moment. I was like, wait, do they unzip? their pants in the scene and see that they have no private parts. Like yeah. I thought that I was like, is that what's about to happen in the movie? I yeah. couldn't remember. But it's become even more of a horror film at that point. <laughs> just like, yeah, unzip it. it's like, dun, dun, dun. and she's like, where's my Whoever, whoever yeah. created this world didn't do a good enough job of keeping the sex away. Well, I mean, they, uh, they I, needed I, the sex. Somebody, they, the point is For they the introduced a, an element, a person in there who did know what sex was. So apparently sex could exist in the world. They chose, but they, they, the, the story has kept it out, mm-hmm. has removed it. But where did but it's always Bud been and Mary Sue come from? I, that's a good question. And I think that's I'm something. I'm sorry. I'm just like, it doesn't make aliens. sense. Um, <laughs> the, yeah. I mean, they certainly address that. They don't address it, but they bring it up, kind yeah. of. When she's talking to her mom, know. she doesn't yeah. know what sex is either. Um, anyway, <sighs> I love that conversation. Great scene. I'm sorry, yeah, that we'll was get a great there, scene. but it was a great. scene. Well, I mean, I think we can kind of. Well, they um, fuck in the convertible. They fuck in the convertible, and, and then he tells everybody at school. Mm-hmm. He tells everybody at school after he sees a rose when he after oh, he drops the first her off. color. Yeah, yeah this is the first time he sees color. He loves. He loves it. Oh, who doesn't? Okay, this is. This is the thing that I noticed that keeps showing up throughout the movie. And it's, it's again, it's sex. It's, you know, and they even co- comment on this is like the people loosening up and becoming more like specifically sexual creates the color and things start to go wrong. And like, I feel like opening yeah. up that side of people is what creates all this change. It does, but I think it is different for different people. Like uh, the teens, mm-hmm. I think are going to gravitate towards the sex, but also like, I think it's a matter of uh, dismantling the oppressive 
structures of the world of this fake 1950s yes. world but and sex is part of that sex is part of that like but so is, is the books main well the books yeah, are part of that too yeah. well and they also are burning dh lawrence lady chatter isn't it lady chatterley's lady lover Ch- yep mm-hmm. um which was a banned book and still is yep. in some and places catcher in the rye yeah and catcher in the rye mm-hmm. like they were only burning banned books in this which i thought was a great choice yeah and huck finn yeah finn yeah so it's not just sex. It starts there. That's like the easy thing to go but to. But it's the main thing throughout. Like but it's the main it's, thing throughout. It's, um, but it isn't. According to the, like the individual, it's like what the individual needs to like further develop their character or like evolve as a yeah. human. Agreed. Is like when they experience that, that's when they become colorized. Right. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Until the courtroom. Which then yeah. like throws me for a loop. But yeah, the courtroom is where it like falls apart you for me. Accept. But well, me what too. I'm saying yeah. is yeah. like it shows up throughout like the, people having sex pe- pe- people kissing pe- people true the the the, the na- naked paintings yeah like, yeah it's a big it piece. Just, I think a the repression of sexuality was a very uh, a, like a very much a corner i mean honestly i think the larger issue here is that it's the repression of women you'll know like it, most mm-hmm. of the most of the m- people that are converted to color because of their are women or teen boys mm-hmm. uh and we'll get to that later but it's like the oppression of women and their sexuality are so twi- intertwined that I feel like, I feel like you kind of have to start with the sex. And maybe I took it another way too, but like, I mean, if you're thinking about sex and like what comes with it, it's birth afterwards, you know, it's, it's a child. And like in this instance, they are sort of being like born into this new world and this new life and this new understanding yeah. of okay. the world around mm, them. They're yeah. seeing right. color for I the like first that. time Can and I- they are sort of being like birthed into mm-hmm. the modern world in yeah. a way. Okay. Go for it, sir. Can I read a quote from the, the director about this? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah please. please do. Hot facts. Uh, Hot facts. Personal repression gives rise to lar- larger political oppression. That when we're afraid of certain things in ourselves or we're afraid of change, we project those fears onto other things A lot of vi- and a lot of very uh, ugly so- social situations can develop. Mm, sounds like our government. Yeah, this movie felt relevant as fuck for me right now. Just so much so, and I'm really having a hard time not talking about it. But No, yes. you can talk I mean, about like, it. At a certain point, I was just like, oh, so we're trying to make Pleasantville great again. Got it. Like, I yep. mean, it was just like, it was so fucking yeah. relevant to yeah, right it now. Was. Um, so yeah. Uh, Downer. Skip is the first one to see color. He sees, yeah. he sees a flower that looks very vaginal. It is vaginal. It was like vaginal. just... This just beautiful blooming, blooming and vagina pink very and wet yeah. yeah dewy it was a dewy it was rose. dewy it was cavernous yes <laughs> for a flower i feel like yes <laughs> cavernous flower <laughs> don't you think so very it soft was a um, big old bud. so um uh, i'm gonna for move sure. this a little more yeah. quickly yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. so i think generally let i think we can talk generally about how the town begins to change yes mm. yeah so people sort of um start changing slowly little color here there little color in the mouth yeah, um, maybe maybe you see a, a car that's changed yeah. color, mm-hmm. um, and, and people like doctors and old, older people are like, it'll go. It's just a phase. It'll well, go I back. did think that doctor scene was important too because he recommended that she stay away from uh, red meat and fried foods, and that's most of their diet in Pleasantville is red meat it's and true. fried foods. And going so, to like, eat? there's more stuff that's sort of changing besides just them seeing color and sort of yeah. these other things. Yeah. But like, the doctor is now suggesting you eat vegetables so like there are other little subtle moments where you realize like that doesn't fit but i think that leads us into the discussion about the mom i think we should talk about that i think we should talk Um, about betty 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think shortly after um, uh, Jennifer's date with Skip, mm-hmm. they're talking about Lover's Lane. Yeah, because all the teens have started boning. They've started boning and at so Lover's Lane. all the moms have kind of caught on, like, mm-hmm. why are my daughter's cheeks so flushed? Right. <laughs> I wonder is, what she's up to. Yeah, she looks her mouth baby and the back fun. House, right? we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Later. Yeah. Um, and, uh, so basically her mom begins ask, uh, Betty begins asking, uh, Reese Witherspoon about what sex is. And so yeah. Reese Witherspoon has to sit down and have this discussion with her TV mom yeah. about mm-hmm. everything to do about sex. Mm-hmm. Which I thought that was a great moment yeah. though. Yeah. That was one of my favorite scenes. Yeah. Uh, up to that point. Yeah. Um, and her mom basically Betty's like oh well your father would never yeah your father would never do anything like, like that. that and in a turn that I did not expect I didn't either uh Jennifer yeah. replies well you don't actually need dad to do that you I know? like gave a little cheer at this I'm not even gonna lie <laughs> I was like mm, cheers girl you do not you do not Mm-mm. um so Betty that night Hops in the bath. Hops in the bath. Draws herself a nice bath, which Mm -hmm. if you're going to do it, that's the right way to do it. It really is. Get some nice smelling bath salts, some Mm -hmm. candles. Doesn't she like stare at a bird at herself in the mirror before she she gets in the bath? She takes her clothes off. That's a lovely moment. She's like, yeah. Like I, I am woman. Yeah, I know. Exactly. I am sexy. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I felt like I loved that it. whole scene was like so empowering. It was. Oh, like, yeah, I loved just it. Just somebody like looking when at she's being actually like, yeah. so she's yes. masturbating, doing it in like the, the, the yeah. wall wallpaper starts to turn col- colors. Like mm-hmm. she, it was trippy as fuck. Yeah, a bird stares at her for a very long time. <laughs> that bird, that <laughs> really <laughs> terrible animatronic bird, was just staring at her the whole time. Girl, what are you doing in the tub? Biggest fear is to have a bird stare at you while you masturbate well, in the tub. Yeah, That's mostly. Oh yeah, that is just terrifying. Look up and see a bird staring down just at me. Staring the, down at you. Then burst Mind into your flame. Own I would never want. Bird. I would never want any a- a- animal to watch me masturbate. Yeah, no, that's it's part of the time. <laughs> I feel like that's part of having pets. Though. Yeah, no, no, you're, you're, you're just kind of like you uh, keep them out of the room. Um, like, now I can't always. There. I can't yeah. always kick out the pets during sex because you know. They're where, you know, yeah. then they just stand at the door and they just oh my like, ruin the mood. Scrape yeah. at the door. Oh, my God. Until, and you're like, Shh, I can't. It's like, because like, I don't know. I have this like, <laughs> I know this doesn't. <laughs> they generally ignore us, though. I, I know this doesn't you know? make sense. But like, I like have always had this like fear that our pets are actually like human beings trapped and in animals' bot bodies. And I'm traumatizing these human so beings. So these are, these are. Or these human beings souls. really want to watch you go down on yourself. <laughs> because when, when I change, <laughs> like, when I like take off my clothes to get in the shower yourself? or change and Waffle's in the room, she gives me this look. Like, like she's have just, some dignity. She's just like, ooh. <laughs> no, she looks like, ooh. Oh my God. I, um, <laughs> what I pet, happened to your fur? <laughs> I pet sat for Bert. And when and I was Bert getting was in the shower. It. No, Bert was very confused when I got naked. He was like, where? but where's your penis? <laughs> like he just like looked so confused by it. He was like, that's not what it looks like when my dad takes off his clothes. <laughs> like he just like was so confused by it. He like ran from the room. I was like, I'm really sorry, Bert. Yes. Waffle <laughs> runs from the room too. I'm like, okay, your really pets are prunes. <laughs> no, um, I think honestly, that was the first time Bert had seen a vagina. My, my biggest problem <laughs> is when the cat tries to snuggle while no. we're trying to do it. It's like, 
Now is not the time. Okay. <laughs> oh, but she this he is loves not, to snuggle. This is not snuggle time for <laughs> you. Is that right? Okay. Oh, okay. You had a head. you had some kind of pussy <laughs> joke. I know you did. Mm-hmm. That's gonna stay inside okay. my head. All right. It was too Maybe much. You can tell me later. It was, it was too much. much. Too much. It was too much. Really? Yeah. Never, I've never heard that. It was before. too. It was even for me. It was too much. You were like, I'm just... I've grossed myself out. <laughs> well, it was just. It was no. Okay. So anyway, there are no pets there, but there's a weird bird, and she's masturbating in the bathtub, and she, as she begins to orgasm, as she orgasms, the tree outside catches on fire. Yeah. In a world Burst with no fire. Yeah. Right. This is the first time there's ever been a fire. The firemen I only know how to rescue kittens out of trees. Love mm-hmm. this part. It was when, so like, good. Toby McGuire like runs out of the house, and she's like, fire fire and he like and runs no one knows what the fuck it is like, he like goes yeah. into the room fire? he's like fire cat fire. cat yeah and then they're like, <laughs> i and then died they at that rush. it was so funny <laughs> oh my god and the the firemen look so happy to be putting out yeah. a fire they're like this is what this thing does they were so happy <laughs> um yeah so that's like one of the really big changes but once again i was like why is why does what 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 water come out of their hose who puts the water in the hose if they they, they don't know what those things do? I think your answer do. to all these questions is Don Knotts. Okay. Uh-huh. Just answer every question with Don Knotts. He's yep. the one right. putting the water in the hose. Yep. He's the magical old man witch that just comes to town, right? And makes things happen. Whose motivations are very muddy. Well, you know, very he muddy. does look to camera like twice during the movie. Did you, you know when he's in his yep. thing and he looks? Yeah. I know. Oh, when they're in the, he's in the van? He yes. Does. It's V-creepy. I don't understand his character. Like, I don't know what he wants. I don't understand what he's he a, wants. He's a van witch. A, I've a always wanted witch. to meet a van witch. Yeah, that's a van witch. That's, okay. what, that's what you call okay. it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So at this point, things have really started to change. Like, the town is kind of getting divided yeah, up. Reese Witherspoon just destroyed this town with her pussy, like, real quick. Oh, yeah. Roll, roll quick. Des- destroyed it or transformed it into something awesome. Depends on which side you're on, but yes. But yeah, the town is getting very divided. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, uh, the, the white men, the white, the white men are not having it. Yeah. Oh, no. They are not pleased. No. The mayor, the, the fathers. No, they the, immediately the, the start a um, Make Pleasantville Great Again the campaign. The they do. They are out. trumping the fuck out. Yeah. Yeah. After after um, Bob uh, after Bill and Betty do some butt stuff at the soda shop, yeah, definitely um, did some butt stuff. Let's be real. Butt stuff. Um, they, Betty decides to leave. <laughs> She's in her it's sexual awakening. That's when you start with butt stuff. You're just like, well, seems the like rest a jump. I'm fun. gonna be real with you. It seems like I a don't jump. know. I would, um, maybe I just was faster than everyone else. You were in my an, day, but I was like the advanced the, class. The first time was fun. Let's try it in the back too. Like, let's see what that does. Um. So Betty decides, well, okay. We haven't talked a lot about Bob. Poor Bob. Um, Bob comes home. Oh, that's because Bob dark is house. just like and I, the Mike Pence of this the movie. Honey, I'm home. Honey, this I'm is... home. La- lightning cracks. Right? He doesn't yeah. know what to yes. do. He doesn't this know what to like do. This is like aimlessly wandering was, in the but, dark. He can't even turn a lamp on. It was but so guys, funny. It's so funny. Like, I know this I is supposed to be like a dramatic part of the, sh- the movie, but I it don't think it was I don't think so. Funny. I think it was supposed like, it was just to be like, funny. No, I think it was I'm supposed home. to be a little funny. Yeah, okay, good, good. it definitely good. was supposed to be. And then my he's like, where's just, my dinner? Where's my dinner? I'm just walking all through the and house. Walked, like, where's where's my, my dinner? And I was like, and he shut walks the fuck outside. <laughs> like he opens the gate and he's like, where's my dinner? <laughs> Nicole, right before he said, where, where, where's my dinner? was like, where's my cocktail? And I was like, just yeah. wait. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> 
opening the oven, looking to see if something. So he's very upset because I'm surprised he knew how to open the oven. I know, right? Shock. Can't even turn a light bulb on. No, doesn't know how to do that. Um, And Betty comes home and she basically tells him that she's leaving him. She doesn't tell him where she's going. And she's like, I've left you some lasagnas. Yeah. Meatloaf. I thought she left him meatloaf. Oh, meatloaf. meatloaf. Sorry. Meatloaf. lasagna that's too lasagna. much work <laughs> she just put some ground beef and some breadcrumbs mixed with some <laughs> ketchup, you know, ketchup. yeah yeah it's like good enough but i also i hate that i hate the like i'm leaving you but let me like keep take care like let me take care of I mean, you i starve it was, sarah I thought it was kind of sweet and also let's face it the guy can't even pull pour a bowl of cereal apparently i know i just uh, i mean like, we're it's, talking it's like, about a like, man who's I'm used to you who's but used to having me, 10 pancakes for breakfast hungry man dinners have not been invented actually yet. they did reference tv dinners oh did they yeah. mm-hmm. oh yeah. in in the bowling alley scene okay the bowling yeah. alley scene. They, and, okay when we get there i just didn't I like the there. uh because this happened mul- 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 multiple times with with different women who like were upset about something but then still like took care of the men or like offered to do something for them like after they they like stood their ground and they were just like I think the big thing is her leaving, though. Yeah. You know, I thought it was I thought it would be kind of heartless. For I mean, I think it was a sign of her still caring about him, even Mm -hmm. though she didn't want to stay with him. Yeah. I'm not going to leave you like I know that you're hungry. I left you some food to get you by for a couple days. Then you're on your own. I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so I guess let's talk about the bowling alley or as I like to call it. White men ruin everything. Well, it's it's a storm. It happens here. That's too. right. Yeah. When the first leaves, storm. This is when the rain comes. And the lightning is like whenever he's like, honey, I'm home. This scene yeah. is um yeah. kind of how I imagine like every day in the Oval Office. You know, oh, at the bowling sitting alley? Around, mm-hmm. like, <sighs> thank mm-hmm. goodness we're in a bowling alley. Like, if Bob didn't get his dinner, what if I'm next? Yeah, that's and pretty. It's like the whole well, thing's I like, mean, if it was the Oval women. Office, all of the guys at the bowling alley would have to praise the mayor first. That's true. Yeah, they would have to bow down right. and swear their loyalty. Yeah, apparently, and then, um, you know, then they would be able to start the meeting. It's total fear mongering. And this, is yeah, when they it's, start. It's too real for the. I feel like in the '90s, everybody's like, "Huh, remember this? It was bad back then." But it's like, no, now it's fucking happening. Because mm-hmm. like, Clinton was president yes. back then, yeah. so mm-hmm. you know, it was a different time. Yeah. <laughs> when the worst mean, thing when, when you're when the president was a sexual predator. Let's let's well, be real. Let's be real. But like, also the worst thing was like that heinous dress they kept holding up on the news. You know. Yeah. Just. Um. I mean, look, Bill Clinton. <laughs> that is dress a, was horrible. Bill, Bill, Cl- Bill Clinton is a sexual predator for sure. Yeah. Yes. But um. I don't know. I've been told I look like Monica Lewinsky. So well. Just hey, saying. It's good, good. Well, I, I wouldn't can, advise getting an internship right now. No, I wouldn't. But no. being a sexual predator <laughs> is not the same thing as being like. A Nazi? No. Yeah. No. A little no. different. No. <laughs> but Subtle I'm just, I just wanted to uh, mention that uh, he is disgusting in his own way. Who? Bill Clinton? Bill Clinton yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For in sure. his own way. Yeah. But now he's old and like almost senile and yeah. it's like kind of adorable. But <laughs> right. not as and much he probably as gets a lot of accidental boners now. Yeah. You know, huh? <laughs> if he can still get boners at all. Huh? Um, he probably takes a Cialis. <laughs> You're right. He does. He, he takes a Cialis. Yeah. He and Hillary, like they go up to their cabin, sit in adjoining like bathtubs and hold hands. Oh my god! You know, like in the commercials. Oh That's god. a disturbing mental oh. picture. <laughs> like, oh, I, have, I uh, hope Hillary's in a bath somewhere. Poor yeah, girl. I hope Hillary is. <sighs> sorry, I'm sorry. I hope Hillary's taken a young lover at this point. I, yeah, that's that's true. what I I hope for her. That's true. After all the bullshit she's put up with. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, um, the white men get together. <laughs> they don't like it. 
They do not like it. They don't like not getting their dinner. They don't like their shirts not being ironed. Yeah. They're a bunch of goddamn babies. Yep. That's the biggest problem of the day is that somebody has an iron mark on his shirt. And they all. Oh, yeah. I think I wrote down some key lines in here. Yeah, Yeah, me too. too. Um, Go for it, guys. If we want to hold on to the values that make this place great. Yep. And like it just there were like little things like that where they were just talking about the values of Pleasantville (laughs) and like, let's make them great again. And I was like, (laughs) The line I wrote down was, well, we're safe for now. Thank goodness we're in a bowling alley. I I wrote that one down too, and it was so great. Uh, Like nowadays, you're like, bowling alley, that's where you get robbed. (laughs) Hilarious. When I want to buy my heroin, that's where I go. (laughs) Bowling alley. Um, So they decide to have a town hall meeting to gather up the, quote, true citizens of Pleasantville. Yes. This is okay. <laughs> Sorry, it's just like I'd so like to white bring up something. It's like ugh. right, yeah. It very, it like, is very well, much. Gross. Here's where here's the thing that happens in the movie that I think the movie is not prepared to deal with, and that is coloreds comment when they start putting up signs in the windows saying no coloreds, and obviously they're referring. But it's like it's, I'm speechless. The movie's not smart enough. To, not smart enough to but, do that but and also there are no like there are only fucking white people in this movie exactly you don't understand what you're like you're not actually dealing with the issue of race at all and then you're suddenly like in, you're somehow putting it in there putting this and it's like loaded word in there to be very loaded yeah, yeah. like when the, i think the whitey character says something like you and your colored girlfriend that yeah. was like the first introduction of the word and i was yeah. like cringed and that's what I, was, I did yeah. too i like at that point i was like Oh my God. The I'm movie starts to go off the rails speak. a little bit at this mm-hmm. point. It really it does, starts with all that. around. Yeah. Okay, you've got only white people in your movie. You're not dealing with any issues of race. You're bringing no. in a very loaded word that has a lot of history and, and a lot of imagery. Attributing it to yeah, attributing a lot of imagery it. with the with the throwing rocks through throwing businesses rocks that are owned windows. by someone who is colored Quote, in this yeah. movie mm-hmm. and the signs in the windows of the shops that are still in black and white and it's it's was very like i was very triggered by it to for lack of a better word you know um, like it was very I'm hard i'm trying to come up with what to watch like i was waiting for a lynching honestly on in it because i was just like all of the imagery was so familiar it of was the South they were borrowing they were borrowing imagery hard. from the civil rights movement but not yeah. actually Dealing with no, the concept of racism with, or yeah. civil rights at all. It just seems so misguided. Yeah. yeah. V- very so tone, misguided. Tone, tone deaf. Thank very. you. Tone deaf is That's actually the exact the word. word. It's like a bunch of white people got together and they're like, think about how deep this is going to be. <laughs> well, it was we're like they had, had a movie plate yeah. written and then they were like, let's throw race in there in the second act. But not. But, but not, not even not throw it in really. just the word yeah. colored. Right. They're like, we're making as, a comparison. Everybody will get like, it. And as it's if like, you're in black and white or if you're in color, that's like race. Like, no. It's different ideologies. Yeah. 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 They missed the mark on that for sure. Oh, God. So yeah. far. Like, the mark was like, they can't even, they're so far away from the mark, what? they can't even see the mark. And what mm-hmm. was it? The mark exactly. is a dot yeah. to you. Yeah. Um, that was my friend's reference for the evening. Anyone Thank get you. that? No. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Good. All right. High five. Oh, yes. Yep. Obscure friends reference. Obscure friends. That's when he kisses. You're welcome, That's listeners. That's when Chandler kisses Kathy. Okay. Season three. Thank you. Actually, no. Wait, have you watched Friends? On and off, I miss. No, I didn't know that reference. So sorry, I've watched a thousand times. Mm -hmm. Thousand times. Okay. Anyway, back to this. Um, Shit's getting real serious. Um, 
Bill paints a very beautiful painting of Betty nude on oh, the, the window, window of the very, soda like, shops. And, and like stained glass almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I liked that it was very Odalisque style because that was one of the ones in his book mm-hmm. that he studied was the Odalisque. And then he made that mm-hmm. version on mm-hmm. there. And it was very great. And like that was a whole style of a time was these mm-hmm. Odalisque paintings yeah. of prostitutes or sex workers who were pa- posing for paintings and it was like a big thing. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so it's a gorgeous painting. The it is. townspeople do not like it. Um, this is when we get that breaking the window scene. They trash the soda shop. Yeah. Um, the they white... Smash up white pa- the, the paintings yeah, inside. Yeah, they smash up all the paintings. All the paintings of her inside. All the rip, really rip beautiful the portraits. the art book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, all the people in color that gumball machine on the ground and all that candy um all the people in color now hole up in the uh in the soda shop yeah and the rest of the non the black and white people Mm -hmm. uh develop these rules one of which is that you're not allowed to paint using any color other than gray black or white and, and they're not allowed to go to, for it, right? Well, you're not, not allowed to yet. go to not Lover's yet. Lane. You're not allowed to listen to like certain music. Mm-hmm. No, no rock and roll music. Um, what else? What, what were the other rules? Mm. No eating after midnight. <laughs> no. Was that one of them? Can't get them wet. No. <laughs> Those are the Goonies. Oh, no Nicole. umbrellas. Actually, that's that Gremlins. 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 Yeah. What's Goonies? Sorry, what? Go- no are umbrellas. You, have you seen Goonies? No, no. no. I don't think I've seen Goonies. either of them, no, but I get it. Selling. Or you using of umbrella. That was the weirdest oh, of the, all the walls. Because no, the rain for increment wet. wet because the wet. rain mm-hmm. it was the first time it had ever increment, rained there. Increment, increment, yeah. increment. Yeah. But you can't protect yourself from it. That was just I seems guess like you a just weird. have to get wet. <laughs> Apparently, and no preparing I'm fine for fire. With that. The 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 firemen can only save cats. They can't oh, prepare yeah. for fire. So that city can is just gonna burn to the ground unless it rains. Good point. <laughs> so uh, instead of accepting these rules uh toby mcguire and bill the soda shop guy decide to paint a gorgeous mural much like you might see on at Krog street yeah. and yeah. turn well, on some rock and roll yeah they yeah. turn on some rock and roll rave on first, right and like they mm-hmm. all look very uncomfortable with it and they're like we're breaking the rules and then all the girls feet start tapping mm-hmm. yeah. and they get more into it and i i thought that scene was really great too yeah. like i liked the the saddle oxfords like mm-hmm. tapping to the beat and then slowly becoming this liberating yeah. moment. Yeah. Um, and then the film kind of at this point is really switched to being about Bill and Bud, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. Betty kind of is there. Mm-hmm. Um, Jennifer is just not even a care. Like she's in the soda shop, but she has literally like nothing to do. They, they've yeah. completely abandoned any kind of storyline for her character. Oh, and, oh, sure. yeah, oh right. I don't even we, know where, I don't know where Chip we, is. We forgot something no. about her character. She puts on glasses. Oh yeah, she puts on glasses, oh, God, which I yes. fucking hate. When And ties up her hair. She's smart now. So let's put some so, glasses on mm-hmm. her and give her a tight hairdo. I mean, did yep. she need the glasses or she's just like, oh, couldn't these she, are cute. Couldn't she just read the book? Like, why do we have to put glasses guys, on her? Maybe because her mother is so inattentive and her father never sees them on the weekends. 
maybe she's just never let anyone know I do so poorly in school because I can't fucking see anything. Wow. I like see, this that is approach. a whole storyline we could have explored that did Whoa. not get explored. I mean, <laughs> they do have absentee parents and yeah, true. she can't see to read. Finally, she can see to read and she's like, whoa, books are cool when you can actually make out what the letters are. Oh my God. I don't know. I, I, I like you, that story. Yeah, who there knows? you go. Yeah. There you go. Let's All right. give her some backstory that the movie did not give. Yeah, that would I, Let's that's just that give I would her buy. the dignity of that. So they paint this gorgeous mural and it's basically all about what's been going on in the town. The book burning, mm-hmm. Lover's Lane, um, um, this, this, the soda well, shop. And she, she, Jennifer refuses to give up her book too and runs from yeah. Kip, or Skip, Chip. yeah, oh whatever God, you guys is. <laughs> sport. Paul Walker. Sport. Sport. Runs yep. from sport. Mm-hmm. After he tries to take the book from her, yeah. And so she apparently, yanks it his, back and runs off. Apparently, his boner did not help him change into no. The person he was like, he needs I saw be. that one flower. I'm good. Yep, that was it. Mm-hmm. One one pink dewy rose. Done. Yep, pink dewy cavernous rose. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which flower are you guys talking about? <laughs> you make so, that up at home, listeners. So, so wherever your mind takes you, they make this gorgeous mural. Mm-hmm. It's in full color. And it's of the city. It's of the city and mm-hmm. all the stuff that's been going on in the town. The books and they that are get on arrested. Fire. Yeah, the books are on fire. There's mm-hmm. like what, uh, like a them in the middle? Was it kids dancing on a record? Yeah, yeah. kids dancing. Um, but wasn't the center of it almost like uh, the, the city kids? hall was falling down? What? But yeah, wasn't yeah. The center, city hall was like was, falling down. It was Betty and Bill right in the center yeah. of it, oh, kissing. Yeah, and it was like Kandinsky's The Kiss. Mm. which everyone misinterprets as a beautiful scene and it's really a rape scene but it was very like it's always used in films as this romantic thing and in commercials but it's actually a rape and um shit but it was very like kandinsky-esque in the center and then everything around it was sort of the town and i was like town hall was was great so smart loved it sinking into a body of water yeah so they get arrested and they're on trial all the People in color are in the balcony area. All the people in black. I'm being very careful to choose my words carefully because I feel like the movie's concept of colored versus black and white is... Um, Don't even want to touch that. Yeah, I don't even want to discuss it in that language. Right. So people in color up on the balcony, people in black and white down on the floor. Um, The mayor is apparently Mm -hmm. the judge, jury, and executioner. Yeah. Why not? And they're on trial. He reads off literally every color. He's like, you used, you were supposed to only use gray, black, and white. You used chartreuse, periwinkle. Vermilion. I did love this scene, yeah, though. Yeah, that was good. I did love it. Vermilion also is one of my favorite colors that people use in words. I don't know why. I just think it sounds so pretty. Vermilion. I, I also feel like this is where the movie falls apart for me. Like, Ugh, straight up oh, falls apart. Yeah. It just, they were like, we have to end it. So... I don't have a problem with some of the things that happen. So Toby Maguire stands up to defend himself. Bill is basically like, uh, maybe I could use different. Like he's still yeah, just like, trying to hang me on. What to colors th- I can it was use. really the primaries. Yeah, he's really. It's really sad because he doesn't want to give up painting, but he also yeah. doesn't want to be in trouble. So he's like, what can? Yeah. Maybe you can approve the colors, mm-hmm. and and I can paint something you Which like. Is just terrifying. Yeah, it's so sad. And then Toby Maguire gets up and starts defending their life their lifestyle he's like you know this is how we all should be which was also like kind of a confusing message like so now he's trying to change everybody else into being color and he begins talking to william h macy about how he really misses his wife and like don't you wish you could tell her how much you love her yeah and like yeah feel something else was like the Mm -hmm. it became at this point about like 
to become colorized, you just have to feel something other than or pleasant. Maybe feel your truth. I think. Feel your maybe truth. feel your the truth. The thing yeah. you don't want to. Yeah. So his, recognize. So the thing he doesn't want to recognize. I like that more. Ugly. I like that. Yeah. The thing he yeah. doesn't want to recognize is that he loves his wife. That's no. That up. he is, is sad. That he's sad, and yeah. that he misses her. And it's not because he can't get his dinner made. It's because he misses her, and it's painful when someone leaves you. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. For me, again, this was still like a fear thing, like a, a like facing your fear mm-hmm. or like doing something that you can't do before. Like he does not feel emotion. And that's part yeah. of the deal of Pleasantville yeah. is that you are always happy and you're always pleasant mm-hmm. and around each other. And he's finally uh, feeling the emotions that he's scared to feel and face. And like for me, that's what this yeah. sort of seemed like. And to get the mayor, mm-hmm. he basically yells at him until the or says things to the mayor to make him upset until the mayor yells at him and then changes yeah. color after he loses his temper yeah it's like a little loose maybe well, the mayor well, scares but wait, but temper wait. it's the psychopath. content of what keep it's the content of what he's uh, he said which i forget the content of what um of what, Bud to- says or? But, but, but Bud says um to him that makes him react that way oh but bud down. talks about accuses him of having color inside of him too yeah and he's like no i do not i am not like that and then when he yells well, he's like don't you want to he's like you don't want to he's like i think it's allow him dropping the politeness i yeah. guess because yeah, he's like dropping the pleasant you want you're telling me that you don't want to just punch me in the face right now when he and then he starts talking about uh all the things that have changed in the town and don't you hate that and don't you really just want to punch me? And then the mayor loses his temper. Yeah. Okay. I feel like we got to talk about this. Mm-hmm. The film sets up some really intense stuff. Civil rights movement. Yeah. The concept of no coloreds or coloreds only, yes. blah, blah, blah. The concept of an authoritarian government mm-hmm. arising in the city does not double down on a single one of them. Doesn't mm-hmm. resolve it. The nope. way they resolve it is the mayor gets angry. He yells. He ch- changes into a, a colored, a color, sorry, <laughs> changes into being color instead of black and white. Mm-hmm. Toby Maguire holds up to mayor to show him that he has that, that now he has changed as well. After his mother very riskily throws it from a balcony. <laughs> that giant mirror that could. I know. It's like a discus. Just all of the bad luck you could she get. She should be an Olympian. Um. The mayor runs out of the room and that is how that storyline is resolved. He runs out of the courtroom and then suddenly everything's okay. I'd be fine with that if that happened to Donald Trump right now. If he just like ran out of the country I mean, we and would just be. went away. I'd Certainly. be fine. Well, be fine Mike Pence it. and Paul Ryan and all well, those guys would have to go with him. At least I could look at Paul Ryan instead of Donald Trump. I mean, let's be real. Yeah. I mean, you like, can cut off know, the head of one monster, but that monster's got like Ugh. 10 heads. Yeah, I know. Steve but at least Bannon. He's better to look at. Steve Bannon's been fired. No, he hasn't. He's gone, skis. Mm, no. In ways. He's there. He's just there quietly. Looking like a grocery bag like that somebody... Like a that's look, been left look, out in the sun for too long. Looking like, like a grocery bag that somebody filled with oatmeal and stomped just, on a couple yeah, of times. Yeah, just a mistake. <laughs> a mistake. <laughs> Anyhow. Oh, so I, I feel like this movie starts to really disappoint me at this point. Like, I think mm-hmm. this is two thirds of a good movie. And then one third of a, what happens now. Well, like, the mayor runs out and then they walk out of the courtroom and everything's here. in color. Yeah. The whole town's oh, in color. The whole town's in color. Suddenly we can all live in harmony. They d- it never deals with the fact because that everyone in the courtroom changes to color at that point. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause they all feel 
they all see the truth. They're all I like, I'm angry. But it's like know. all this fucking heavy shit that you introduced into your movie. You just, the only, the way you deal with it is by having one the one bad guy run out the door. Like that's not the problem with people who are resistant to change. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not one guy. Yeah. Anyway, I it's it was fucking bullshit, and I was not I I was not I was not putting up with that shit. Mm-mm, no, and then it just gets more disappointing. And then it just gets that. super disappointing after oh, that. Oh yeah. So here's what here's the wrap up. Reese okay. Witherspoon comes back. Reese Witherspoon decides not to go home, which doesn't make any fucking sense, <laughs> and decides to go to college because they'll never get accept me in college at home. It, and then, and then, oh, and then, when Tobey Maguire says to her, "What? How? What about going back home?" Like, and she's like, "I did. I did the slut thing. I think yeah. I'll do the smart thing now." Yep. And mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh yeah, you can have both." Fuck you yeah yeah fuck you also yeah, where does this college exist and not to the more and important thing is what we're talking about but to say that line like if i saw time. if i saw that in a script i'd be like no it was a different time i'm not saying Ugh. that i use those words also, all i don't the think she has the kind of that, clout in yeah. her career at that this point that she yeah. does now now also, she produces movies though i feel like the like word wild slut, slut horror and bitch too at a certain point in time it was more casual casual yeah. and commonplace to hear those words and now we've sort of been like hey well, that's not even oh that. yeah when i was in high school get, girls mm-hmm. would greet each other like hey slut hey, i bitch. used to do it all the time i do. i feel like i have written probably in a yearbook somewhere like hey whore you were so great this year so glad we're best friends I know, but she, like, she wasn't you know, doing it in a playful way she I was know, saying she i wasn't. did the i'm slut i was thing. a slut but and I that have, is a bad thing to be and it's not and you can't yeah it was you cannot bad. be yeah, yeah. she was sexually saying it was basically like aggressive woman and be smart now i'm doing the good thing yeah fuck this bullshit yeah also where the fuck does this storyline come from how did we get here with her character why didn't we see any of this change in her character that would have been so much more interesting to me than seeing the mayor get mad and turn into color i would have been much more interested to know how reese witherspoon finds a love of education and wants to go to college and changes her life well, here- and still accepts who she is and like i would have much rather seen her transform as a character here there like, are a lot of other ways you could have gone through with this oh, like yeah. what if um what if instead of uh what if when she rejects chip and decides to stick with the book mm-hmm. what if she meets a nice a nice fella who's a nerd yeah. that she ordinarily wouldn't have even looked twice at and has a real conversation grounded relationship yeah or if you want to be a little even more progressive than that what if she makes a friend who is another woman who is you know and she has like a real special female friendship where like we we read and we talk about things and then maybe there's a group of them and they have a book club or maybe she starts a book club like you could have given her so much to do so much you could have given her so much to do she could have been the person who like started you know um passing the love of reading onto other people like it's just fucking so upsetting props for bill and bud Yeah, yeah they're just they're, they help Except the male storylines move along. I don't know. I f- well, Betty has a little mind. bit more of a character than Betty that. Betty has a little bit more of a character but than that. The but end. then in the end, they just fuck it all up. Yeah, so. then they just use her to um, 
to to let so that William H Macy can see that he really misses so that her. He's not sad. Or in the so end. that Bill yeah. can paint this amazing, you know, mural. Like anyway, but, so I don't know. Jennifer decides that she can't have sex and be smart, so she chooses to be smart and yeah. go to school. Mm-hmm. You don't um, have to pick, ladies. You can be both. You can be both. Mm-hmm. You can be both. You can be a scholar in the streets. And a freak in the sheets. Yes. I Hell promise. yes. <laughs> you can be a scholar in the sheets too. You can be. Like yeah. she, like Jennifer is in this movie. She definitely does a lot of teaching. It's true. She does. Mm-hmm. Um, so the other thing that happens is that Hell I don't yeah. fucking understand what this is about. But Betty is talking to Bob, William mm-hmm. H. Macy's character, on a bench. It seems like they might be reconciling. And then th- they cut why? away and they cut back and it's Bill on the bench and she's talking to him also. So what are they now starting a polyamorous relationship? Is is she bra- is she trying to decide between two guys? Is is it and we just have to nest- restore the natural order and have Betty get back with her husband? It's just like, what the <sighs> fuck does that mean? I don't know. I just- they cut back to that i was just like did i do mushrooms accidentally did like do you see them all three on the bench because i never saw no, that no, i don't know no, if i looked no, away because no. it's like it's like the couple it's like betty and um the bob. husband yeah bob. and then it cuts to just bill's head mm-hmm. like he's supposed to be nearby or right beside them I thought or that, no no what happens is um you have a line on bet on betty and then the camera pans to bob and then you have a line on Betty, and then the camera pans to Bill. It's something like mm-hmm. this. Okay. Like, Bo- like uh, uh, William H. Macy's character says something like, you know, I never thought we'd be here. And then mm-hmm. um, you cut to Betty, and Betty's like, I know. What do we do now? And then the, when they cut back, it's not William H. Macy anymore. It's Jeff Daniels, and he's like, I don't know what happens next. And it's like, they yeah. leave it open. It's like, fuck to you. Me, it was like this fuck weird you. moment of like... I'm upset I, about it. I, I'm upset about it too because I feel like it was that w- moment of like trying to morph those two characters. Like if we're going for an idyllic universe and this idyllic universe now includes like sex and happiness in a true sense, her husband would then be Bill. And so in that, it doesn't matter that it's Bill or Bob. It's that she's talking to her husband and who the husband Ugh, that makes her barf. happy is Bill. But it was still... It didn't Barf. make any sense in the story. It took me a very long time to get to that conclusion. I mostly I just thought I was it. hallucinating. Yeah. And well, I thought yeah. it was meant to be open-ended. Like we don't know who she ends up with. Right. I, I don't know. What I go was. back to the question of like, did her and Bill ever really hook up? Were they romantic in that way? Or yeah. was he just, she was, he, she just his muse, his art. Well, they definitely kiss. Mm-hmm. We they see did? them yeah. kissing. Yeah. Yeah, was, I yeah there's you like a kiss, you yeah. see them kissing and then 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 later they okay. were, yeah so there they definitely go. kissed yeah and did some butt stuff i mean there is that deleted scene where mm-hmm. they did butt stuff that's in some like, that's in the direct, box in a producer's office somewhere cut. yeah it's called the butt stuff cut. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> anyway <laughs> um, we should have a critical crop top the butt stuff cut <laughs> <laughs> hey i think you just picked the title for our next show yes, yes. um Okay. <laughs> Meanwhile, the thing that makes the least sense of all is that Toby Maguire decides to go back home to the 90s where he has no girlfriend, no mom who loves him, I guess, no mom who loves him. No dad. No dad. Like he has no love and stability and respect in this world and yet mm-hmm. he decides to go back to the 90s. Okay. I get it. Frosted tips are great. 
true. Uh, cell phones are about to become a thing. Mm-hmm. So we wear loose fitting jeans and nobody cares. Jenko jeans. Jane, I get it. Great. Yeah. Do we have any final thoughts? If we don't, that's okay. Um, Diner. I see you, you wrote something. Those, those were my final okay. thoughts is like, it could have been a cool thing if they had like really completed the idea, you know I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, agreed. And there were some really, really touching moments. The acting I thought was great, especially yeah. from um, Joan Allen and uh, what's his name? Jeff, Jeff Daniels. Daniels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fantastic um, acting. So yeah, there were some really great moments and touching, touching ideas. Um, but yeah, did, overall didn't, missed the mark. Didn't fall through. I, yeah. I'm kind of there with Tyner too. Like I, this movie's kind of meh for me. Like I didn't hate it. It wasn't like a love story or a pajama game for me. It was. Those are the, the that's those the scale are the, of which you hate the bottom ones. You know, <laughs> those were bad. Um, they were painful to watch. This one was. I would watch yeah. it again. It was good. I wouldn't. I wouldn't watch it again. Choose to good. watch it again. Yeah. But if it was on but and there was, there was snippet, literally nothing else was, there happening, was a snippet. Yeah, I'd yeah. watch a snippet of yeah. this again if it was in the earlier, like the first forty-five minutes of the movie. I probably wouldn't watch the ending again. That no. was kind of shit. Nope. Um, but I, I'm conflicted about it. I really enjoyed certain moments of it and the moments that I enjoyed, I really wholeheartedly loved. Yeah. Yeah. The scenes with the mom, especially with Betty and like learning about sex and the makeup scene and all of those sort of moments. And especially the ones with her in the soda shop with Bill and like Bill's whole character. I thought that those moments were really, truly beautiful. And then they added in this other idea of like racism and other yeah. things and it and was they like they tried to, do to with tackle it. topics that no. they didn't know how to handle yeah and it fell apart and yep. i think that if they had stuck to this like really nice storyline it would have been fine but adding in the racism element also just like drew a stark contrast to the fact that there were no black people in this film yeah it really pointed that and out real fast yeah. i mean it, we saw it, it immediately was so but, yeah. hard to reconcile those two images with just zero people of color in this film at all and i think they got themselves in over their heads at a certain point and it sort of took away from those beautiful moments for me yeah and that's those are my final thoughts um i totally agree with what tyner and hillary have said i also would like to add that i feel like it relied too much on sex Mm-hmm. And I think that there were paradox. That's the word. Par- par- oh yeah, you're par- right. Paradox. Par- paradoxes that's the word we're looking for. in the u- universe that I that bugged me. Yeah. Uh, I feel like um, this is two thirds of a good movie. Yeah. So I would say uh, watch the first two thirds and mm-hmm. then um, make a snack and don't, don't come turn back it back to on. It. Yeah. Yeah. Just put on Kimmy Schmidt or something instead. Yeah. Uh, You know, it's. There's some good things about it, but uh, I I also feel like, in regards to women in the film, and and since that's what this podcast is also about. Yeah. um, It's. It reminds me of like when I talk to men and they're like screenwriters and they're like, I want to put women in my movies, but I just don't know what they're going to say to each other. Like, I honestly. And this is oh, that's, I've been at one of those times mm-hmm. that that ha- ha- yeah. happened. Yeah, I feel like mm-hmm. this movie was like, well, now that we've got the women changing, what do we do with them? You know what I mean? Like they yeah. just like, like they only know how women to, talk about. Yeah, like they only know how to use them as a device to help the men change. Yes. Yeah. So there was a lot of wasted opportunities there because you had some really 
interesting stuff happening with women coming to terms with their own sexuality or what they really want or breaking the mold for that like highly uh, oppressive structured society where women take care of the men and all of the, yeah. like you, you had that whole element baked in and then they just really dropped the ball. I, they didn't yeah. know where to go ball. from that. Yeah. They didn't just didn't know where to go. Totally. Yeah. So, Welcome to Nervous Breakdowns. This is the part of the show where we read real, actual casting breakdowns. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. They're bad. Um, <laughs> all right. Um, this is for a music video slash slash short film. Two slashes. We're not going to. We don't. We don't out the production company or the or the name mm-hmm. of the film. No, nope, we're not going to do any of that. Nope. Um, perfect opportunity for those looking to build their experience. Time is crucial. Please submit headshots and demo reel to the email below. Okay. Um, So we've got Jade, who's a lead role. Okay. She's a beautiful, dark-skinned black woman who is fit between the ages of 21 and 30 and height between 5 foot and 5 foot 7. Okay. Okay. She must be comfortable wearing revealing lingerie on screen as well as participating in implied sex scenes with men and women. Okay. No nudity. Okay. Role requires kissing and your own wardrobe. Which is literally my favorite part. So you <laughs> like need to make a trip to Fredericks of Hollywood before you come in. My favorite. And you must be able to kiss a girl and like it. I love that it's... Role requires kissing. In your own wardrobe, period. And that's the end. Yep, that's it. Lead role. Kissing in my own wardrobe. Check. Man, I'm on it. I'm all over this role if I was a dark-skinned, black-fit female. The next one's slightly different. Okay, so Tori, who is a supporting role, beautiful with vivacious curves between the ages of 21 and 30. Tyler looks so upset. And uh, her height is between 5'3 and 5'9 any race. Okay. She must be comfortable wearing revealing lingerie on screen as well as participating in implied sex scenes with women. No nudity. Mm-hmm. Role requires kissing in your own wardrobe. Kissing in your own wardrobe. <laughs> so she's We cannot afford lingerie. Clarity, clarity. Please, please, please bring your own wardrobe. Is it Again. kissing in your own wardrobe? It's or and. and okay. It's yeah. and. <laughs> kissing I, in I thought it was and at first, but then. And. Oh, yeah, definitely God. and. Oh, my God. Tyner, I've got one for you to read. And this is a SAG-AFTRA feature oh, film. No. So, you know, this is going to be good. <clears throat> All right. So I don't say anything no, about... Yeah, mm-hmm. no okay. fi- yeah, we don't out the film or the production company. About the project, though. I can talk yep. about that. Yep, yep, yep. yep, yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. This one tells the story of a female exotic entertainer and her rise and fame in the exotic entertainment <laughs> business of a female dancer. <laughs> like, not God. very chronically correct, but not. Yes. <laughs> um, okay, um, it's paid. Okay, it's paid. It's paid. It's paid. Right. It's paid. Okay. Um, let's see. I'm there. willing to bet they can help you afford your their your own wardrobe. Oh gosh. Okay. So this is the lead. No name. No name. Female. Twenty two to forty two okay. years. So Whoa. there you go. Okay. All right. Um, a female college graduate lands a top-paying job in the nation's capital. <laughs> okay, on a nation's and capital, or they're mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. 
Oh yeah. Capitalized there. <clears throat> anyway, uh, main character is a very attractive woman that loses, that losses. <laughs> main character is a very attractive woman that losses her good job from a sexual harassment case she puts on a fellow coworker. Puts on. Puts on. Puts on. <laughs> yep. yep. The case backfires on her due to crocket ties. <laughs> what I is that? Crocket. <laughs> Crocked ties. Is it crooked? It, it's meant to be. Cro- it's supposed it's to be. Crocked. It's okay. Crocked. It's, it's crocked. It was a crock pot. <laughs> it was a big mishap with a crock pot. I think it's supposed to say crooked. Okay. I don't know. Crooked, crocked ties ran from within the company, which results in her job loss. She runs into trouble finding a good paying job to support her bills, which results in her turning to dancing. <laughs> she is taken. I should do when you when you have go from. Dude, I dance when I run into problems. I have to shake it out, you know. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it's what Taylor Swift says to do. It works better than therapy. Okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. That's what my therapist tells me to do. Um, <laughs> she is taken through a world a whirlwind of violence. Okay. Corruption, love, and fame trying to survive in the city's exotic entertainment game. Oh, God. oh wow. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I love your reading. <laughs> so true. It's a dramatic Physique reading. is um, average or athletic. <laughs> um, ethnic appearance, African-American or Latin Hispanic. Okay. Um, performance skills, dancing or singing. You don't have to be a dancer <laughs> to do this. Apparently not. You just have to be able to like kind of move around in a bra. Right. Basically. Athletic skills, gymnastics. Okay. So you don't have to be athletic or a dancer, but you do have to be an expert in gymnastics. You got to be able to do this role. Springboard. You got to be able to tumble. Yeah. Otherwise. Well, they don't want to, you know. I mean, it's just like, I mean, of course, if you had a job in Washington and you... I know the, so the next many thing senators be who work at the Claremont. Working in exotic dancing. Yeah. I mean, you were. The union approved this project. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man. I mean, it's it's a very real world experience, Tyner. I mean, I know a lot of women who work in politics. And I mean, then, I hear uh, that's what, just, I, I hear that's what when Hillary they Clinton's lose their next jobs. move is, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yep. Just, I mean, it's very realistic. It to is. Believe that that I would mean, happen. once you get the, all of those law degrees, I mean, there's really nothing you can do with them besides strip. It's true. I mean, it's yep. really the flaw in our society. Well, the point Either is, way, ladies, <clears throat> if just, you have always wanted to play a powerful woman mm-hmm. in a high profile position in D.C., you can be cast in the Hillary Clinton story today. You can be cast in this movie and also show off your dancing skills or or singing or singing or gymnastics really you just have to be able to do a handstand and Mm -hmm. you can get this role all right welcome to plug it up uh this is the part of the show where we talk about what our guests are up to and what we're up to so you can find out about all the wonderful things that we're putting out there in the world let's start with our guest tyner oh cool um yeah, so I've been working on a couple television shows um, recently. Ooh, cool. Yeah, that um, I think they're both like premiering in the fall, maybe early fall. Um, uh, so you may see me on um, 
Take Nataro's Amazon Prime show. Oh my god, nice. I love that show. I love Tignataro. Oh, so One much. Mississippi. Yes. yes. Oh my god. Um, uh, yeah, you may see me on an episode of the second season of that show, which was oh, it was great. so cool. Working yeah, with her. Oh, she was. In, oh, were you in? I can't. I can't. You can't. Well, I got to work with her. That's amazing. Yeah, I'm so. Excited. She's so that's funny. A, yeah, oh, I'm so that's jealous. Great. Oh so funny like that's, great show. that's one of my sheroes and you're, yeah that's great yeah that's awesome yeah. um and then um another show that i'm working on um i worked uh last week on and then a couple more days um next month uh, is the inspectors so you may you may see me on a few episodes okay. of the inspectors which is a saturday morning cbs uh family friendly show oh nice. cool. yeah All yeah right. awesome. well yes. then i could watch that with my children <laughs> yeah. yes yeah awesome that's great. Okay. Yeah. Um, and you have like a website or like social media that you like yeah. want people to... You could um, follow me on Instagram or... Cool. Yeah, that's about all. Tyner Rushing. Great. So follow T-Y-N-E-R-R-U-S-H-I-N-G. I'm sorry. I just had to spell it. No. On Instagram. Do it. You are a spelling bee champion, Sarah. I did win my middle school spelling bee. Oh. I lost mine on the word conditioner. Oh, I don't remember what I lost (laughs) on. But it was probably cautious. It was probably cautious. I'm so glad we both lost on like words that are in everyday (laughs) language. (laughs) Thank God. I'm not the only one. I've I've been really embarrassed about that my entire life. I lost on conditioner. I probably lost on like restaurant or something. I'm like, I still, I can, I don't I think I'll ever be able to spell like, thank restaurant. Thank God they didn't ask Sorry. me to. I can't spell receipt to save my life. Oh, I can, I can never spell license. Oh, yeah. God, it's a hard one. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, so plugging back to plugging. <laughs> Uh, Hillary, do you have something you'd like to plug? I do indeed. Um, my new short film, Bad Day, is going to be coming out on July 17th. That's a Monday. Uh, it's a movie about two women who have terrible days, end up at the same bar, end up bonding together over just having shit-tastic days and being ladies and fried food and jalapeno poppers and cake yeah there's just like a whole lot of eating and drinking Mm -hmm. and ladies commiserating in it and it's great i really uh, like it yes and there's some improv at the end that is there is there's some beautiful (laughs) improv at the end it's uh starring nicole kemper i know you guys don't know her very well but she is a really fabulous actress she's an up um and jasmine waters who coined the blackdell test that's true this film did this film does not pass the blackdell test not at all um but it stars the two of them as well as brian ashton smith Mm -hmm. and andy fleming all former guests of the podcast i might add all of them yeah yeah Except for that Nicole Kemper chick nope. who I just like, she's just I don't, disappeared. She doesn't do podcasts. I mean, really lazy lady. Yep. Um, doesn't do anything. Man. But what a layabout. <laughs> when I think Shifty of Nicole, layabout. I think of lazy. Shifty yeah, layabout. Laying about in the caftan. Laying like, about in the caftan. Yeah. Just word association <laughs> yep. immediately. Um, but it's, yeah, I really like it. It's really fun. It It'll is, be fun. out on our Vimeo channel and you can find it at Vimeo.com slash critical crop top. On July 17th, which is a Monday. It's a great time for fucking off at work. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, if you like that one, you can check out more fun videos on yeah. our Vimeo channel That's as well. We have a whole host of them. Yeah. PYT's web show that I wrote and mm-hmm. Dick Pick Professional and Motherload web series. 80s Dating Video Remix. 80s Dating Video Remix. Mm-hmm. Everything's on there. Yep. So enjoy. Indeed. All right. Um, I would like to plug the Critical Crop Top Live sketch show. 
which we've got our second show coming up. It's going to be August 4th and 5th. August 4th is my birthday. Which is coincidentally also Hillary's Her birthday. Her 42nd birthday. Mm-hmm. It is my 42nd She's birthday. Gonna be, I look really good for my age. Doesn't look a day over 50. Um, and it's going to be uh, August 4th and 5th, 8 p.m. at the Village Theater. And you can get your tickets at our website, criticalcroptop.com. Criticalcroptop.com. Go to the tickets tab and there you will be able to buy your tickets. If that link is up by now, Critical it should be. I would hope. Slash tickets is the link. Thank you, Hillary. Yes, Super that's correct. Simple. Criticalcroptop.com slash tickets. It's going to be really funny show. Um, our unique blend of all the things that you like, the <laughs> socially conscious comedy, the uncomfortable silences, the fart jokes. Um, no ham jokes. No ham this time. We've been ham free. Yeah, we for two we're sh- for, 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 we've been ham free for two shows now. Yeah, um, yep. Where's oh, it going to yeah, be, you, Nicole? Where is this show, show being held? At, it's at the Village it's Theater. Fine. Oh well, thank God, the Village joke. Theater. 50 my mom per- loved it. Okay, hey, my mom. I loved I the whole thing. It. I laughed my ass off. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Really. Thank you. Um, so please come and see the show. Tickets are only ten dollars, and yeah. you know. You can't put a price on laughter, but we did, and it's ten dollars, and it's real cheap. <laughs> so cheap, and so worth it. Oh, thank oh, you, thank you, Tyner. It's true. Um, okay, so I think that's a podcast. That's a podcast um, right there. Thank you so much, Tyner, for being a guest. Thanks for having you. me. This is fun. Oh, thank you. It was so fun to have you. Um, and uh, you can subscribe to this podcast, the Feminine Mistake Podcast, mm-hmm. on Apple Podcasts, on Stitcher, on SoundCloud. Um, and don't forget to rate and review because that's how we get to the top of the list. Yes. Please help us climb to the top of the list. Mm -hmm. We have got like two whole reviews and they are beautiful. Yes. We we appreciate that so much more. Yes. Thank you. Um, but, uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we, it's been a blast talking about this movie. And, uh, if you have a nervous breakdown that you would like us to read on the show, um, you can email that to us at feminine mistake podcast. At gmail.com. Bye. <laughs>